Have you asked yourself what your purpose is or how in the world you can connect with it on a deeper level? Do you ever wonder what it would be like if you found that purpose and actually stepped into it? What if you stepped out of your comfort zone into that purpose and allowed God to work in you and through you? What would that look like? What difference could that make in your life and in going after your goals? If you've asked any of these things or you're just wondering what on earth you're here for, then this episode is for you. My friend Kate and I dig deep into how you can connect more deeply with your purpose and what this would mean for the trajectory of your life. Kate House lives in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania with her two little boys as a stay-at-home mom and wife to her college sweetheart. She's also the host of the Live by Design podcast, health coach, educator, meditation enthusiast, slow but steady runner, and creator of a woman-focused personal growth group called the LBD Collective. Her purpose in life is to help others release personal growth overwhelm, get unstuck, and finally take action to launch themselves into the direction of their dreams. She wants you to live by design, not by default. I thought she'd be the perfect person to join us today to talk about connecting deeper with your purpose. I can't wait for you to hear our conversation, so let's step into the fire with Kate. Hey mama, welcome to Goal Driven Moms. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel guilty, prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe, and I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I put my dreams on the shelf where they collected dust for years. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up, and I desperately wanted to find a way to create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can turn your passions into purpose by pursuing your goals God's way. In order to realize finish line goals, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey, Kate, thank you so much for coming on to the Goal Driven Moms podcast with me. I'm so excited for our conversation. Can't wait. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me here. It is such a pleasure. It's always so fun to have conversations with hosts who I've been listening to for so long. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so fun to talk to another runner. I love yes. running. So I know we got to talk a little bit on that on your podcast. And it, I, there's just something about runners connecting. So before we get too far into our topic today, I'd love for you to just share a little bit about you and your family. I would love for my audience to get to know you better. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Yes. So I met my husband when we were a freshman in college playing ultimate Frisbee of all things. <laughs> and I had no intention of dating anyone seriously when I was at school. And then I met him and was like, well, that plan went out the window. <laughs> so we've been together ever since we were like 18 years old, which is just so crazy to me. And we moved around the country a little bit after school, after we got married, but we came back to the small town where we first met. We went to Gettysburg College. Now we live in Gettysburg, PA, like you just said. And 
We just love being here. We realized that we just wanted a little bit of a slower pace to our day and to our lives. And uh, he works from home. And during the day, I'm full time with our little guys. I was just sharing with Gabe before we started recording that we're starting our homeschooling journey this year. So I'm really excited for that. But, you know, this is the Goal Driven Moms podcast. And so a big thing for me is I, I want to give everything to my boys during the time that we have during the day together. And then I carve out time for myself every single night when my husband finishes his work day. I come down here to my little office in our basement and I spend a couple of hours working on my podcast and pouring into the women in my community because it's so important to me to have a sense of purpose that's tied to myself and not just to my kids or my family. And it fills me with so much just joy and enthusiasm and really like, you know, they say you can't pour from an empty vessel, right? And like, my work pours back into me. It just leaves me feeling so fulfilled. So that's how I spend my day. I'm a mom by day and podcaster by night. <laughs> mm, I love it so much. And I love that you talk about that, having to do something for you, something that brings purpose. And we talked a little bit about that on Kate's podcast, Live, Live by Design. So I'll, I'll link that for you as well. So you can go back and listen to our conversation where we really talked about how to bring out the goals for yourself while you're being a good mom. But I I just think that's so important because what you just said is you can't live from an empty cup because mm -hmm. in order to be a good mom or a good wife or a good whatever, we need to fuel ourselves and we need to... Um, and one way to do that is to bring out those passions and to work on those passions. So that's why I'm so excited for our conversation today. But before we get into it, this one's totally random, but my kids are really into disc golf now. And mm, yeah. you were talking about <laughs> ultimate Frisbee. How different is that? Cause ultimate Frisbee, is that more like football with a Frisbee or is it like disc golf where you have the, <laughs> yes, that is such a good question. And I love it so much when my husband listens to this, cause I'm always like, check out this podcast. He's going to get such a kick out of this because uh, so ultimate Frisbee exactly is kind of like soccer meets football. Um, I joke that I was only fairly good at it in college because I'm just like really good at flailing. Like I'm not super coordinated, but I was like, I can play defense pretty well because you just have to hit a Frisbee out of the air. Um, so that's ultimate Frisbee. There's like end zones and you, you play on a team. And then, yeah, disc golf, which your guys are into is more like golf where you have like a putting green where you start off and you throw the disc and they have different discs. Like there's the driver and there's the putter and it's like the whole thing, but it, and it's so fun. My husband got really into it a few years ago. And so we're always trying to find more disc golf places. So disc golf is a little less like physically intense maybe, but it's perfect when you're like, I just want to be outside for a little while. I want to walk around a beautiful park and like throw a Frisbee. <laughs> okay. Totally fun. I love it. So I did uh, almost every intramural sport you could in college, but ultimate Frisbee was not one of them. So <laughs> that's so great. And then disc golf is a whole new world for me, but apparently it's been around for a long time, but yes. yeah, I love it because um, my oldest is an elite gymnast. So he's in the gym so much, but it's great that he can have that side thing. Cause I'm like, you don't get to go experience all these other things. And I want you to, so he gets to do that with disc golf. And I love that he finds a joy in it. So, <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. And how cool that like everybody can join into it. Like whoever's available, it's very easy to make like accessible, no matter ages or abilities. Yeah, totally. It's a lifelong sport for sure. 
So, well, cool. Well, thank you for humoring me with that because I, I love talking Always. sports anyway. Like one of my goals this is totally random too. Sometimes I go off topic, but um, when I was starting, like I went to school for broadcast journalism and I loved sports. Uh, I actually applied and tried out for a dream job, which was a reality TV. Like if you won, you were going to be the sports center broadcaster. And I was all about that. But um, it what's funny is that I used to want to do this show. So I've always wanted to do a show apparently. And it was called Gabbing with Gabe. And I wanted to teach people, like essentially teach women, dumb down sports, dumb down mm -hmm. sports for women so they could understand it. So they could talk to their husband, like, or their significant other. That's that's pretty <laughs> much what I wanted to do. I don't know what happened to that. Maybe that dream will come another, <laughs> another time, another day. But um, anyway, let's, let's talk about this passion. <laughs> that was a, that was a passion I had. I guess it's not a purpose at this point in my life, but it's okay. They shift over time. <laughs> they do. They really do. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that the passion you had before doesn't matter. Um, but, and it doesn't mean that the passion that you have now isn't as good as the one before. Like it's just, yeah. it changes. Right. So absolutely. So I want to know, Kate, why does connecting with our purpose on a deeper level really matter for us? And a lot of my listeners who are, um, they're moms, they're, they're faith-fueled, and they want to use their passion for purpose. Mm -hmm. So what does this do for them? Yeah. You know, when I think about purpose, first I bring it back to like one of the guiding principles in my life, which is the name of everything I do, living by design. But it's not just living by design. It's living by design and not by default. And so when I think about future Kate, when she's like 80 years old and has this like beautiful gray hair and hopefully, you know, grandchildren everywhere and all of that, I think about future Kate and the worst thing I can imagine is if I am my future self and I have regrets over things I never tried or didn't at least start to try to pursue to see, is this something that would be fulfilling for me? Is this something that could be of service to people? And I just, anytime I feel that little tug, like that little whisper, like this is the next right thing, I try to honor it. And that's what living by design and not by default means to me. And I, I think a way that we can give language to that, because that feels kind of like intangible, right? It's kind of like up in the stratosphere. You're like, okay, well, like, let's talk about purpose. And sometimes I find when we talk about purpose, it feels so heavy. <laughs> it just feels so weighty. It's like, oh my gosh, my purpose, like, I don't know, what is my purpose, right? Or is, and so then we we start to get in our heads about it. So there's a couple of things first that I think it's important to talk about when it comes to purpose. Um, the first is that you can have more than one purpose, right? Like you can have gabbing with Gabe and then you can move on to, you know, hosting your show and all the other great things that you do. So one is that you can have multiple purposes. They can change over time and you can even pursue more than one at the same time. So like right now, I'm pursuing one of my purposes in having this conversation with you and, and sharing it with your audience and your listeners. Um, another purpose that I have is being a mom to my two kids and um, homeschooling them and spending really quality time together, right? And I can pursue both of those purposes at the same time. Another thing I think we have to remember about purpose is it's not necessarily about the end destination. And we actually talked about this a little bit on Live by Design podcast in our conversation. It's not about the end destination necessarily. It's about the person you get to become in the pursuit of that goal, in the pursuit of that purpose. And sometimes I find we just, we get stuck starting, right? We, we tell ourselves, well, it's too late, or look how much farther ahead this other person is, or uh, I lack the self-confidence or whatever the case might be. And I, I think what we have to tell ourselves is, 
we have to think about what resonates with us personally, right? Like my husband, for example, is a data analyst and he can geek out about it for hours (laughs) and I'll (laughs) listen to him and I'm learning the lingo so I can keep up. But honestly, like it doesn't interest me. It's not a passion of mine. And so if I pursued his purpose, I would be terrible at it because I would would have no interest in it, right? And so Mm -hmm. the first thing is you have to get really in touch with yourself and in touch with, you know, what are the things that you're naturally gifted at? Um, Are you a natural encourager? Are you a natural leader? Are you a natural teacher? Like, what are the things that if you ask your very best friend, like, what is one of Gabe's greatest qualities? Oh, well, she's enthusiastic. She's encouraging. She shares what she knows. She helps others who are one or two steps behind her on that path, right? You can ask your best friends, like, what what are my what are my spiritual gifts? What are the things I'm really good at? And they can help you if you feel a little stuck. So you have to get quiet. You have to listen to yourself. You have to tune in with what resonates to you. And then you just have to start. Sometimes um, I like to think of this Ed Milet quote I heard on a podcast years ago. So long, I don't actually remember what show I was listening to. But <laughs> he said, imperfect action beats perfect action every time. And man, that just resonated with me. I mean, it's been years and I still remember this line because sometimes I think we think that we have to start off perfectly or we have to start off knowing exactly where we're going or if we know exactly where we're going, we can't deter from that path. And the cool thing is that it's it's about that destination. It's about taking what I like to think of as aligned action, action that can lead to the goal you're working towards and you learn something from it, right? It's just the importance is in the act of doing it. Right. And so for example, like when I started my podcast, I had no idea how to host a podcast. I was like, I don't know what kind of microphone I need. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, I'm just going to buy a $30 course about how to start a podcast. Right. And that was my first step. And I just, I took it and I bought a pair of headphones and I bought a microphone and figured out how to edit. And, you know, you just kind of, you, you take one step and then another and then another. And The cool thing is, yeah, maybe you end up at that goal that you're working towards. Maybe it's a really specific goal. Like I know you're a runner, right? Could be a really specific goal, like a race you're working towards. Um, Or it could be something where you think it was this one goal and then you start to take this aligned action and then you realize like, oh no, actually it's moving this other direction and that's okay too. But the biggest thing is that you just have to start. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. There's so much in there. And what I love too is, when you shared that quote about um, imperfect action versus perfect action, because I feel like if you actually wait for perfect action, you're never going to take action. (laughs) So I think that's why imperfect action is so important. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, All you melancholies out there who like to have everything organized and planned before you start, that quote is for you. (laughs) Seriously. Um, So I love that because we, we get ready to get ready, to get ready, get ready to start. Mm -hmm. And then we forget how to start or, you know, and so I love that you say just little steps at a time, just what the first, the next right thing, right? Um, Someone else says that the next right thing. And you just do that. And then you go to the next thing because we can create this really cool plan and it's important for us to plan. But one of the things that's important for us to remember too is, um, you know, God directs our steps. So if we plan it and he changes our, he'll change the direction and he's going to tell us to go a different way. It's never going to come out. It's just never going to happen the way we think it's going to, (laughs) no matter how many plans we have. Right. 
And I could tell you so many stories in my life that that's happened. Um, but I, I just really appreciate you sharing that when it comes to purpose to the, not just not this, or mm-hmm. it's the, you can be mom and host a podcast or whatever that passion is for you. Like that doesn't mean you can't do everything at least all at once, but there, you can do more than one thing if you're called to it. So, um, so I think that's really important for us to talk about with purpose. I'd love to hear Kate, um, what happens when we do connect with our purpose? What are some, some benefits or some, some, um, like what's the trajectory when we do? Yes. Oh, I love this question so much. Um, I would say that when you start to pursue your purpose, you grow your self-confidence muscle and you grow your ability to listen to like, we all have that inner voice that speaks to us and like whispers, like, this is the next right step. Or like, what if you tried this? Right. And so often we shove that down because maybe it means we have to get a little bit outside of our comfort zone to pursue it. And we're like, Oh, that doesn't feel really good. So I'm just going to ignore it. Right. But when we start to take these steps, we start to take these actions and, and we have to remember, no action is small. Every action is like a step forward, right? So whether it feels big or small, like just take that first step and your confidence grows. And with every time that you, like maybe maybe one of your goals is you've just had your babies. Like my boys, for example, are 18 months apart. And so we had one, I had horribly difficult pregnancies. Like I couldn't keep anything down for the whole nine months. And so once we had our oldest, I was like, if we want to have another baby, which I know we do, like, we're gonna have to do this real quick, because otherwise, I'm never gonna want to do this again, because it was a really challenging season for me. And so we had our second, I had them back to back, which I'm just so grateful we were able to do and to start our family. But physically afterwards, I just felt so disconnected from my body, right? For so long, I was growing a human, birthing a human, nursing a human, and then doing it all over again, right? And so I found myself in this season where I just felt disconnected. I had more weight on me than I normally would, which is totally natural after having babies, right? But I just didn't feel like strong in my body the way that I wanted to. And I remember very clearly the very first run I went for, and it's probably a stretch to call it a run. It was like, (coughs) excuse me, it was more like, like a walk jog. But the important thing was that I put on my shoes and I got out the door and I spent 20 minutes like walking down one mile from our house, hitting this little pole that was right there at one mile and then coming back. And I just did that day after day after day. And I remember early on having to wear like two sports bras because I was still nursing and I was like, I don't have any sports bras that work well. So I would wear two. And I remember having to like Vaseline between my legs because like my legs would rub together. Like all these things I was like, okay, like maybe this doesn't feel really comfortable, but I know that with every time I go out, I'm getting stronger. And, and I think that's how pursuing your goals or pursuing your purpose, it works the same way. Every time you show up for yourself, even in a five or 10 minute increment, you're, you're getting, uh, you're increasing like your mental toughness, right? You're leaning into your, your discipline of showing up for yourself or showing up for whatever your purpose might be, or the people that you want to serve or lead or whatever that might look like. And then the, this really cool thing happens. I find when you start to take action, um, James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits, he calls it the uh, the curve of latent 
potential, I think it's called. And it's basically where you're putting in the effort, you're putting in the effort, you're putting in the effort, and you're not seeing changes. So let's go back to like when I started to run again postpartum. I kept going on these runs, these like these walk runs, right? And for months, I was like, I don't feel like my body is really changing. I, I feel better in my mind because moving my body actually is really good for my mental health and my emotional health. But I, I wasn't quite feeling strong yet. And I just kept showing up. You keep showing up. Maybe you don't see the change. And then one day, the the graph just goes like, woo, up and to the right. And so all of this latent potential, all of this work that you've been doing that you haven't necessarily, quote, seen you know, the the product of or the result of yet, it's all just storing. It's all just energy that's being stored up for when it starts to take off. And so I and I very clearly remember that first run and being like, wow, that was the hardest run of my entire life. And I'm like, maybe I maybe I don't want to run anymore. And then a couple months later, I kept doing the thing and I kept making time for it. And I felt proud of myself and that that confidence started to build and that kept me doing it. And then I remember the first time that I ran without walk breaks and and no shame on that, right? Like move your body from a place of joy. But as somebody who's been a runner for a long time, it was really important to me to be able to just run to the one mile mark and back. And I remember the first time that I did that postpartum and I, I like, I was more excited about that than like any PR in a half marathon that I've run. Cause it, it meant so much to me. And that was like when all of that hidden potential, all of that work I've been putting in started to pay off again. Right. And so I think that's what happens when we pursue our purpose is that we keep trying things or we keep doing, you know, whatever it is, is that aligned action, that thing that can start to move you towards that purpose or that goal. And maybe you don't, you don't see the results right away. Maybe you don't feel the change right away. And then one day you're like, whoosh, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like this is, this is the direction I want to head. Um, and you just, you build so much confidence along the way. Mm, I love that. I love that because uh, it's kind of like when you are hiking a mountain and you're getting to the summit and it, the progress, like we're always looking back for results. We want results yesterday, right? So mm-hmm. we're always looking and we don't see them and we're frustrated. But the reason we don't see them, if we're taking action, right, um, is that we're so close to it. We're yeah. too close to it to see the results that fast. And so we need to give it that time. And mm-hmm. so when we hike that mountain and we're going through the process and and being refined, I talk a lot about being in the refiner's fire. Like you're you're going through the pain, you're you're being you're shedding those layers to become who you're supposed to be. But when you hit that summit, you look back and you realize you're a whole new person and you do yeah. see the progress. But along the way, there was progress. You just didn't know and you couldn't see it. And yes. so you got to give yourself that time. Absolutely. I, I heard someone say once, and I wish I knew who to credit it to. Maybe I read it in a book, but they said that it's like, as you live your life, you're creating these stars mm. and it's only in hindsight that you can see the constellation. And I always, I find a lot of comfort in that. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm creating my constellation. I might not know exactly what it looks like yet, but I know that I'm taking action. I know that I'm trying new things. And And back to that action piece, the thing that we have to remember is that nothing changes if nothing changes. And, and I've, I jokingly say that at 25, I had a quarter life crisis, but like I actually did. (laughs) And I, (laughs) I like drastically changed my life as a result because I I woke up one day and was like, wow, I am miserable. And I, I finally realized like, I'm the only person who can take the actions to change that. 
And if I woke up that day, like if somebody had told myself years earlier, like you're going to wake up on this day and feel this way, would you choose that? I would have been like, heck no, I don't want to feel miserable and stressed and overwhelmed and all the things. Um, And so I realized like, oh my gosh, what I'm not changing, I'm choosing. Right. And, and so then I realized like, oh, I have, I have some agency in this, right. I, I can make these shifts or these changes. I can pursue my purpose. And in that season, I knew I had an idea of what my purpose was and I wasn't taking any action in the direction of it. And it just slowly wore me down and I just felt really depleted. Um, And it's just incredible that once you start to take action, even something that feels like it didn't lead anywhere, it's still a, a learning experience, right? Like you just keep trying, you keep showing up and yeah, you just, you start to, to feel those shifts and those changes over time. And, and you start to see that constellation, you know, you look back from that mountaintop and you're like, oh, okay, now I can see what I learned in that season and how it's helping me now. Mm-hmm. So good. So I want to hear if you're, if you don't mind sharing a little bit deeper about that moment when you were 25 and you woke up and you were mm-hmm. like, what am I doing? Cause I think we all have that moment. Um, how did you learn? to connect more deeply with your purpose? Like, was that the time that you started refining and realizing that you had purpose and wanted to connect with it? Yeah, that's such a great question, Gabe. Yes, that was absolutely like my season of refiner's fire, right? I, so growing up, I was very much like a type A, straight A student, you know, valedictorian in my sixth grade class kind of kid, right? And I, I, I liked, I liked school, Um, And I was really good at achieving according to like what everyone else told me that I should do, right? So I did all the things and I did them well. And I went to college and I did like the same thing, right? Like Phi Beta Kappa, like I loved my my academic career, but I, I was doing things that were expected of me, but maybe not necessarily the things that were really on my heart to pursue. So I graduated from school and I started a job and it was like a more traditional nine to five. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. It just wasn't the right fit for me, but it was the one that like I should be excited to have, right? And I kept trying to tell myself like just be grateful for this opportunity. Like so many other people wanted to have this position. Like you should just feel grateful, right? And at that time in my life, I didn't really know how to ask for help. I was just like I'll just work harder or I'll just answer 10 more emails and stay a little bit later today, or I'll log on some weekend hours. And I was in a a job where we were growing and our staff hadn't quite grown to catch up to it. And so I would answer hundreds of emails sometimes in a day. And I started having, (laughs) it's so funny when I think back, I started having nightmares about my email crashing (laughs) (laughs) And, and there being like people who never heard back from me. Right. And so for the first time in my life, I really started to have like anxious thoughts and like stress nightmares. And I was like, this is not good. <laughs> and and I even got to the point where I remember like driving to work one day and being at a red light and, and I saw the car coming up behind me pretty quickly. And I was like, maybe if they just like tap my bumper and nobody gets hurt, maybe I could go home. <laughs> like Maybe I don't have to show up and do this thing that's making me feel really anxious. Right. And, and I loved my colleagues. I loved the work. Um, I just, I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't know how to like, how to change that situation. And so it led eventually to me just feeling like really 
overwhelmed with like everything. <laughs> and I, I had this very vivid memory one day sitting in our apartment in Illinois. It was just myself and my husband. We didn't have kids yet. And I was just crying one day. I was just so overwhelmed. I was so stressed. And he was hugging me. And I just remember him saying like, I wish I could make it better. And that was my light bulb moment. Now we don't all have these like <laughs> eureka moments. And I hope that my story helps you realize when you might be going down that path and and change it sooner. Um, but for me, that was my aha moment of like, oh my gosh, like not only am I suffering because I'm not changing anything, um, I'm also hurting the person I love the most in the world because he feels this pain and he wants to help make it better and he can't, right? And that was when I was like, oh, I think I might need to do something different or like maybe and for somebody else that might be like, maybe I need to to get more help at work. Maybe I need to ask for, you know, X, Y, or Z. For me, I had had it in the back of my mind for the longest time that I really wanted to be a yoga teacher. I had started running in that season when I was really stressed and my hamstrings got so tight and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't like walk. This is terrible. So I started going to yoga and the combination of running and the, the strength that came from it and the confidence that came from it. And then yoga, it was helping with like the stress I was feeling. It was helping with the anxiety. It helped me start to learn mindfulness and breathing techniques and help stretch my tight hamstrings. <laughs> and I've been doing that for months and months and months. And I had had it in my mind, like, I think I want to do this yoga teacher training program. And I never said it out loud to anybody ever. Cause I was like, you just finished a four-year college degree. Like what a privilege is that? And then now you're just going to go become a yoga teacher. Like you could have done that without your college degree. Like I felt like, like I'd been working towards something else. And I was like, well, that's like a really big change, right? Like, what will my parents think? What will my friends think? Right. I started to worry about what other people thought. And then again, one day my husband just turned to me out of the blue and was like, I think you'd make a good yoga teacher. And I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> because that's what I want to do in this season of my life. And, and that was when I, I took my first step in pursuing my purpose. Cause it was that thing that I knew I wanted to do it was that thing I knew I needed to do. I wanted to, I wanted to teach and connect with people and be in community with people and, and love them well in that way. And so I put in my notice at my work and I, I mean, I'm still close with all of my colleagues from that job because they're incredible people, but I needed to move towards my purpose and something cool happened along the way. I became a yoga teacher. I managed the studio. I loved it. Um, but then we knew we wanted to start a family and we're both from the East coast originally. And so we're like, all right, like, we're going to leave the Midwest. We're going to go back East. We're going to be at least in the same time zone as our family when we have kids. And I got pregnant right away when I moved out East and I was so sick, but I couldn't teach yoga. I was like, I would love to start teaching here, but I, I physically cannot do it. Like I can't stay in a room for a whole hour. And so then I became a health coach because I could do that over just like this over zoom over the phone. Um, I could meet people in person, but it wasn't like I was responsible for a class of 30 people. Right. <laughs> and like, if I have to run out to get sick, like I can't do that in a yoga classroom, but with a coaching client, I can chat with them online. Right. So that led me to becoming a health coach and really being able to connect with people in a more one-on-one -on -one manner. And then eventually I was like, I want to be able to, I want to talk with more people. I want to create community. And then that's what led me to becoming a podcaster. So if somebody had told 25 year old version of Kate, like, Hey, I, you're going to go create a podcast and have these really cool conversations with women like Gabe and, 
um, be an educator and lead people on this living by design and not by default journey, I would have been like, you're crazy. Like that sounds so scary, but it's just one step at a time. It was starting my yoga teacher training. And then it was like figuring out how to teach yoga and just getting all the weird words out of my mouth while I figured out how to do that effectively. And then it was becoming a health coach. And then it was, it was funny too, even with podcasting, this is all a journey. Like it's all about learning to listen to yourself and to listen to the people that are put in your life who encourage you. Right. And so with yoga, it was my husband. And when I started thinking about a podcast, my best friend texted me one day out of the blue and was like, Hey, I think you should start a podcast. And I was like, that's funny. Cause I've been thinking I should do that too. And <laughs> I was like, all right, this is the second time in my life that this has happened. I was like, okay, I, I hear you out there. I, I will do this, <laughs> you know, and beautiful things come from it. Right. And so I think it just goes back to that, that, that idea that you have to listen to that little voice inside and you have to not be afraid to show up imperfectly again and again and again and again and again, because you're learning during that. Right. And, and you're slowly moving on this journey. And as long as you have that, that sense of purpose, you're listening to your intuition. Um, you can, you, you just step into this like realized version of yourself in the process. And that's a really cool place to be. And, and the cool thing, like you said, right at the start of our conversation was it's not about where you're going in the end, right? It's about how you show up for yourself every day and how you're serving and who you're loving well, others and yourself included. Mm, So good. I love that you shared that story, Kate, because it was like, you couldn't have seen how that would change your life, like where you were going, but you just decided, I'm just going to do the next right thing. And I'm Mm going to follow this path, even though I don't know where I'm going, because I think people are so scared of the unknown. And that's one of the reasons why we have a hard time stepping out of that comfort zone, because it's like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. And it's scary. That unknown is scary. Like, I don't like the dark. I'm always, I'm still scared of the dark. I hate being in the dark. And it's not any different than the light, really. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's almost like people can't even see me in the dark. They're not going to find me as easily. <laughs> I don't know, but I still have that fear of being in the dark. And mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing. Like you just don't know what's going to happen. So you just don't want to do it at all. And so the encouragement of just, just do what, you know, listen to that voice. Cause you don't know what, you don't know where you're going, but that voice is what you should listen to. And yeah, it's there for a reason. Right. Yeah. And we're sometimes I think we can, um, at least myself, I should speak for myself, not like all of humankind, but like for me, um, I can distract myself really easily. I can like doom scroll on my phone all day, right? Or I can like distract myself with my kids or X, Y, or Z. And I find in the times when I'm distracting, I notice like, oh my, okay, I'm distracting myself a lot. Like, let's sit with this for a minute. Let's get curious, right? No judgment. Let's just get curious about it. Like, what is that telling me? And it usually means that it's time for a little bit of a shift or a different approach or I need to get quiet and get back in touch with that little voice because it usually knows what, you know, where I should be heading and uh, just getting back in touch with it. It's, it's so helpful. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. And it will not guide you wrong if you listen. Yes. <laughs> I always say it's so funny because this is totally off tangent to kind of um, when I broke my ankle. Um, Mm -hmm. I was meeting a friend and we met at the Y and that day it was snowy a little bit and, but it was warm. So we were like, oh, it's a warm day. It's fine. And my little voice on the way there said, maybe you should guest her and you can run on the treadmill. 
And so I keep going, man, I think that was the Holy Spirit telling me I should run inside today. <laughs> and, and, and I slipped on black ice. We didn't know it was there. No, and uh, I wasn't the only runner that day that slipped because we all thought it was a beautiful day. Um, but it was just interesting because that little, that still small voice on the way to what the why told me, maybe you should run inside. And I don't know, maybe it was, I, was, and I could have been thinking, well, I think that's fear of running outside, you know, whatever it is, but it's so right. interesting. It's just like, when we get alone, and I think that's why the white space is so important for us as well, and not scrolling and not getting distracted, because when we are distracted, we can't hear that voice. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's really important. And probably a big thing in following your purpose is find that space, like find a little white space and be able to get alone with yourself a little bit, even if it's just a few minutes a day, mm -hmm. like went right as soon as you wake up or right as soon as you're going to bed, but to be able to calm that, that mind so that you can really hear what what is the right next step or what is, you know, and, and just listen for it. It might not yeah. come right away, but the more you get in tune with that, the more you're going to hear it. So be yep. expectant of it kind of. Yeah. So yeah. super cool. Well, as we wrap up, this has been so good. I could talk to you all day long, Kate, because I love talking purpose and it's yeah. so important to me and it's what I want to share. I want others to understand what it can be like. And being in your purpose doesn't mean that it's easy. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you don't have bad days or you don't want to quit because I'm telling you every day I want to quit whatever I'm doing. Like that's just the way it is. It's human nature. Right. But I would love to hear what can my listeners do immediately to implement what we talked about? If they're kind of just on that verge of, I want it. I know there's something more. I just don't know how to get there. Yeah. So if you're wondering like, well, how do, how do I actually like connect with my purpose? Like, yeah, that sounds great, Kate, but like, what does that actually look like? I would encourage you to think about a couple different things. If you're unsure like what what that next thing is, think about what did you really enjoy when you were a kid that you don't do anymore, right? Like maybe you were really into riding horses or maybe you were really into art or maybe you were really into volunteering, you know, whatever that was and just start to think, get curious around it. Like what was it in that activity that I really enjoyed? Um, another thing you can think about is like, what is something that you do now where you get into that flow state where like you lose all sense of time? Like my husband teases me, I was a fine arts major in college and he would have to go to the studio and like collect me for dinner when I was painting. Cause I was just like, so in the flow. And like, I am not the kind of person that skips meals <laughs> like ever. <laughs> like I get real hangry and, uh, and so do my kids now. So it's kind of funny, but I never skip meals. But when I was painting, I'd get into that flow state and I just loved it. And I would lose that sense of time. So think about like, are there things in your day where you lose that sense of time? Um, another thing that you could ask is like, is there something in this world that upsets me that I, I want to help change, right? Like, do you want to help people um, who, who are hungry, right? Or, you know, whatever that case might be, but think about things in the world that you're like, oh, that actually makes me like kind of angry or like, oh, that upsets me that it's that way. I'm like, what can you do to, to help? I don't want to say correct it, but what can you do to help? you know, make some positive shifts in the world, right? So for some people, their purpose might be like, every day, I just want to, I want to be where my feet are, I want to be present with the people that I'm with. And I find a lot of fulfillment in, in that. For some people, it might be like, it might seem really big, right? Or, or whatever the case might be, but just reminding yourself that it's unique to you. And, and I love what you said, too, about like, you know, not putting on not comparing yourself. And I think this was during our conversation on Live by Design podcast. It, you had this great line right at the end about like putting on your blinders and staying in your lane. 
and not comparing yourself to, we were talking about running, to the runner next to you or behind you and, and really focusing in on yourself because that's the biggest thing with purpose is it's unique to you. You are the only person who is like born on your day that is, has had your set of experiences that has your gifts and your interests, right? And so because of that, you are unique. And so your purpose is going to be unique. And so don't rob yourself the joy, like of the joy of discovering your purpose and connecting more deeply with it and moving with, like in aligned action with it by comparing yourself to other people, right? Because maybe you're on your chapter three and they're on chapter 10 of, of their, you know, proverbial book of life, right? And so don't rob yourself of that joy right now connect with it like ask yourself those questions and then I would challenge you to start taking action immediately <laughs> because like you said you know we're so good at planning um, which can sometimes be procrastinating and, and we just have to do it so think about those things that you enjoyed as a kid or think about those things that get you into a flow state think about the things that make you excited or the things that you want to help change in the world and create a list of like five activities that would support that pursuit. So if like, if you love to dance, right? Like go sign up for a class. Like maybe you love to dance, but you haven't done it in years. And that's like the thing that gets you into a flow state. Like just go sign up for a class. And that can be your your pursuit in that season, right? Because you don't know, maybe you meet somebody really interesting there. Maybe you get an opportunity to become a teacher yourself. Like, but it's just about getting into those different environments, into those different spheres in taking action. And so that would be my encouragement to you is like, think about those questions. Think about the activities, like specific actionable things that you can do that feel in alignment with that. And you usually know if something's in alignment because you're like, it because it feels right. Uh, and if you if it feels like you're forcing it, you know, keep keep digging, keep keep going a little bit deeper. Um, and then just try and just uh, keep trying things, but make that time for yourself. Like you said, the white space, um, make time for these aligned actions, like put them on your calendar and be like, for these 15 minutes, uh, I'm going to read a book that is on this specific subject of interest for me, right? Like that, that's how it can start and it, and it can stay there. Maybe that feels really fulfilling. You're like, I love learning about whatever this topic is, right? And you just, you keep reading about it. You keep learning about it. Then maybe one day it leads to you being a teacher about it. Who knows, right? But you have to get clear on what it is that's unique to you and what you love and what speaks to you. You have to take action and you have to just keep showing up for yourself. Um, this is all a great conversation, but the beauty of it is when you actually start to implement some of those chunks of time. So like what I like to do is like I set a 30 minute timer on my phone for my like aligned action items because um, sometimes they feel a little scary. Maybe they're like just outside my comfort zone. And I'm like, okay, for 30 minutes, I'm going to do this thing. And when the timer goes off, like if I'm, if I like got into it and I'm feeling good, I'll keep going. And if not, I'm like, okay, well I did it. And that feels really good. And now I'm, I'm going to go back to whatever it was before. So yeah, that's what I would suggest. Mm, I love that. I love the setting the timer too. So you have oh, yes. that escape if you don't like it. So those are some totally. really great tips. And as you were talking, I was also thinking um, if you're, having issues trying to figure out how you are uniquely you or finding your purpose or just dreaming in general, then um, my uniquely you free course is a great place for you to start. 
because you can really dive into that. We go into how to use your personality, how to find the skills and giftings that you have and to create these dream lists and to really find something you can take action on. So I'll link that in the show notes, but I know that um, Kate also, I mean, she has the the LBD collective, which is a community that's really working on the purpose and everything like that. So Kate, I would love to hear you just to tell us where others can connect with you because I know my listeners are going to want to. Of course. Thank you so much. Well, first of all, I can't wait to go take your course because that sounds like so much fun and like a perfect thing to like take myself out on a date to the local coffee shop and go do that. So I'm super excited. Um, but yeah, all the places you can hang out with me online. My website is my name, Miss Kate House. Um, there's another Kate House out there and she got katehouse.com. So mine is M-S-K-A-T-E-H-O-U-S-E, just like a house um, dot com. And that's where you can find the Live by Design podcast. Um, I'm active on Instagram at Miss Kate House. Um, but yeah, the thing that I really love doing is so this is like the Live by Design Company is my company and the LBD Collective is our women's group. And oh my gosh, Gabe, I just love these women in our collective so much. It, we are like an intimate group of ladies who get together twice a month. So the first Monday of every month, we do what we call growth night, which is a night where we come together. We always share what's new and good in our week um, and everybody takes a turn sharing. And then we do a, a nice short meditation just to kind of bring ourselves into the moment. And then I'll teach on a specific topic that they've requested that month. And then we have a conversation about it at the end. And then the third Monday of the month, we do, uh, we call it discovery night. It's really about like self-discovery. So when you talk about making that time to connect with yourself, so the discovery night is a journaling night where I've created prompts that are specific to what we learned on growth night. So we can take it a little bit deeper. So we actually did a whole month on purpose. So I was super excited for this conversation because we dug really deep into that. And then we did all of this journaling on it. And it, I think it was really permission giving for a lot of us to, to realize like I can have more than one purpose or it can change throughout my life um, and to support one another in that pursuit. So yeah, if, if you or your listeners ever want to jump in, if you head over to misskatehouse.com slash thank you, you can claim a free month in the collective. Um, the only thing is it's, it's only open for women. Um, so if you're a fella listening to this and there's a lady in your life who you think might enjoy it, feel free to send them to that link as well. Um, but it's just, it's a great place to be. We we really just love to lean into growth and shifting our mindsets and self-love and, and getting to do it in community with others. Because I'm sure you know, Gabe, like when, you know, when you're on a training run, right? And you're out with your friend running, it always feels easier when you're with somebody else, you know, and their momentum kind of helps pull you along and you can encourage each other when things get hard or like you get that stitch in your side and you're like, I might not make it to the top of this hill. And your friend's like, oh, yes, you can. <laughs> and that's what we do in the collective is we encourage one another along the way. I love it. I love it. Community is so important. And the the community you keep, the friends you have, the atmosphere you know, I love, and that's one of the reasons that I homeschool. You'll, you'll find, you'll love homeschooling, but this is one of the reasons I homeschool is because I get to choose the atmosphere for my kids. Yeah. You know? And so it's, and people are like, oh, they're so, they're so good with all ages. I'm like, yeah, because they're around all ages all day. They're not around just their one peer class that I don't know if I want them to be around, you know, it's so <laughs> totally. weird, but, but atmosphere matters. And so community yeah. matters and finding your tribe really matters. And actually I just had a conversation um, if you go back to August 16th, I talk about um, 
finding community in the season you're in in motherhood. And so that's a really fun um, episode with Alicia Cohen. So go back and look, listen to that. I'll, I'll link it for you in the show notes. But Kate, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for sharing with me and for sharing with these women all about purpose. I love what you do. And I'm so glad that we got to connect. Oh, thank you so much, Gabe. It has been such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all 